Warning, this podcast may be too intense for young children and is not recommended for children under the age of 13. No costume or costumes masks are allowed on this podcast. Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. No cupcakes, sparkles, or glitter mouse ears here. Just Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the Dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is our producer and resident tech dude, Jonathan. What's going on, guys? Also joining us today is Ryan. He is our co-host. He is the number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper. I'm feeling a little spooky. Halloween toss. Spook me out, Carl. That's fine. <laughs> you guys getting ready for Halloween? It is officially spooky season. That's uh that's for sure. In my household, Halloween is one of the first uh uh you know holidays that my family starts really starts ramping up, right? So my kids love Halloween. So as soon as we see the trees start changing colors and the fall starts coming. My kids start going, when are we trick-or-treating? When are we trick-or-treating? When are we trick-or-treating? And I'm like, never, if you keep it up. Right. But, but other than that, yeah, we're happy. We're ready to go. It is. I mean, I love this time of year in new England when it's fall and everything, and it's a little cooler. Finally. I mean, it was a great extended summer this year, but um, it's, it's just nice. And for that reason too, Ryan, it's the first of many holidays. You're looking forward to the holiday season and everything that's, the anticipation coming and it's just um it's a great time of year i think um you know as a kid you love summer as a, as a little older here in new england i love fall and um they certainly know how to do fall right when it comes to the spooky season but we're here to talk about all the way on the west coast they know how to do the spooky season too over at uh disney land Specifically, Disney's California Adventure Park with the Oogie Boogie Bash. Do you, I, you know, I was looking at a bunch of films of like Walt Disney with the Orange Grove in black and white mapping out his, you know, park to be and all the, you know, and his ideas and concepts. I don't think back in the 50s he ever thought there'd be a party called the Oogie Boogie Bash. I mean, probably not because Oogie Boogie didn't exist at that point. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, you never know Walt, with Walt. He conceptualized a lot of things before they happened. So, Ryan, you just, you just got back from a trip out there. So you you saw kind of firsthand what's going on there as they get ready for the Oogie Boogie season. Yeah, and, and it really is. Like, you know, it's really easy for Oogie Boogie Bash to focus on uh, DCA, Disney's California Adventure. But it's really spread amongst both parks. Disneyland Park does a fantastic job uh, as well as, as doing getting ready for the holiday season. Um, it's a little more tame uh, in terms of 
you know, uh, when you compare it across from from across the way. Um, but, you know, I'll start just kind of quick with a brief rundown of Disneyland Park, because I think there's a few things worth mentioning. One of the big reasons why we went to the West Coast was because my kids love Nightmare Before Christmas. So obviously, Oogie Boogie comes from Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, but do, so did Jack and Sally. And my kids are huge Jack and Sally fans. And uh, we went specifically to see the Haunted Mansion because they do the layover of uh, the the Nightmare Before Christmas, which lasts through the uh, end of the season. Um, so, you know, that's a really big draw for people. But what's really cool, too, is uh, uh, the large Mickey pumpkin uh, as you walk up Main Street. But then also right when you walk in at the gates, at the entrance gates, they have some really cute pumpkins that are like designed and shaped to look like Pluto and Mickey and Donald and Goofy above the entrance gates, which is really cool. Uh, and then they do like a, it looks like a carving, a pumpkin carving contest around the Walt statue right out in front of uh, a Sleeping Beauty's castle. Um, and they have like Buzz Lightyear up there, which is representative of Tomorrowland. And they do some of that kind of stuff too. So, um, you know, it's all throughout both parks, but certainly the focus is on Disney California Adventure. Nice. So, um, you know, how, how would you, how would you encapsulate the spirit of Oogie Boogie if you had to describe him? Because since he's the premier mascot of the of the show, what do you think they're going for by the Oogie Boogie? I mean, Oogie Boogie's just that ultimate villain right like right. that's and that's really what they're going for in the park as it as it as it is is um you know the villains everybody talks about having a dark park if they were ever to make a dark park it would basically be what they do at dca in the evenings for oogie boogie bash right okay. because, because that's kind of how the the party goes there's there's pretty much every villain you could possibly see at disneyland now this is a change from people that are used to Disney World that are, you know, like Mickey's not so scary Halloween party because Mickey's not so scary. You might have some villains there. Right. But it's not like themed around villains. It's still about Mickey and Minnie and their cute little costumes and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Whereas in Dis Disney California Adventure, I'm not saying that it's like Hollywood Horror Nights or Halloween Horror Nights where they're trying to scare the crap out of you or anything. But there's a lot more villainous activity there. Um, so I think. From the Yogi Boogie perspective, that's that's really where they're kind of right. Literally, the minute you walk in above the Disney California Adventure gates, there's a giant Oogie Boogie with uh, you know, a, a harvest moon behind him and some birds flying around him. And it's like, okay, you're walking into the scarier of the two parks for this time of year. So thinking about some devious things going on, one of the things they have that is in common with Walt Disney World is lots of immersive trick-or-treating and lots of free candy. You know, M&M, Skittles, Snickers, all those guys, they have to donate their candy, right? That's going to be free promo marketing, right? They're getting the advertising because Disney's not buying all that stuff to give it away. It's got to be some sort of co-op marketing where they're giving it away in order to get the, the I'm, market. I'm, I'm sure they are in some sense. The way they're giving, the way I know for Not So Scary, they used to be just, literally giving it away by the heaping full uh there's no way if disney was paying for that you weren't going to get it by the heaping full so there's got to be something i like this new technical term you've created called heaping full <laughs> i've got a heaping full of money in my bank account i i like that i think i can make that work um so, so is that going to be the new buzzword <laughs> it, could, it could be 
it could be <laughs> for, for the spooky season maybe uh, but but I, I you know i tend to agree with both of you right is is mars candy or, or whoever it is that's giving all this stuff away uh, i would imagine john's right because if you know these you spend an hour or two in these parks and you walk away with a whole sleeping bag or uh, whatever a pillowcase full of candy right like it's it's 10 times more than what you get at trick-or-treating right so i agree that if they were paying for every piece of that you might get a couple pieces not a heaping full every time you stopped at a place that's good i'm going to remember that when the kids come bang at my door i'll give them a heaping full i won't get them a run <laughs> wait you actually give candy i figured you just open the door and scream at him so they run away he doesn't even have to scream he just looks at him <laughs> uh, we're, we're one of the cool houses that gives out the big candy bars we do the same at my house yeah i, I always wanted to be the cool house that gives away the, the king size bars right and that's what we do because you know we don't have a that big of a a trail of kids coming through so it's easy but yeah we do that my wife makes homemade candy apples the whole for for the neighborhood kids the whole thing so yeah the the pumpkins get pretty full when they come to our door but yeah but they they do at disney though they they do um and i the parties i've been to they're always giving you that heaping full uh you really don't need to go to a lot of spots go to two or three and your your bag's full right so um so the other thing they do, and it seems to be centered around the villains, is they have the Frightfully Fun Parade. And I know it's led off by Mickey and Minnie, but it's predominantly all villains in that parade. Yeah, the parade is, I mean, again, you know, it's, it's really a villain-themed party, right? So uh, getting away from the Mickey's not so scary, and you look at the at the at the uh, Oogie Boogie Bash is it's very obvious that they're playing up the villain side of it. I mean, when you walk down the street, when you walk into Disney California Adventure during this time of year only, there is a full statue of the Headless Horseman off to the left, right? So there's a there's a statue there of, of uh, Walt uh, and Mickey, Walt standing, right? But behind him, there's a whole statue there of, of, the, of the Headless Horseman, right? Which... I've never, I had never seen before, at least never noticed it before. And I've been in the fall a few times uh, before this last trip, but I looked at it and I was like, that looks like a legit, like it's been there all year kind of statue it, and kids are jumping on it and probably shouldn't be, but playing on it, whatever. And it's totally fine. So um, they really do take it to that level with, with the, with the villains. And, you know, it's like you say, it's not like a Halloween horror nights. But they do have this section over by um, the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail that they kind of turn it into a Disney Villains Grove, right? And they do yep. some lighting effects and fog effects. And um, that sounds like it would be awesome. You can meet a ton of different villains over there. Um, and uh, this year, I, I wish I could give credit. I, I, if you If the TikTok creator who's out there uh whatever but this poor guy was talking about how king john was there and and there was a line for every single villain because you they yeah, have yeah. lines you can go meet all the villains in this area and king john was there there was no line for king john <laughs> this this tiktok creator was talking about how sad he was that this is where disney has gotten to now 
And King John was literally almost just sitting there looking like a friendly lion, just waving at everybody <laughs> as they walked by. Well, I, I remember that at Disney World too. He was one of the rare times we saw him. And that was that that cart that uh animation and that uh movie came out when I was young. So I remember him as being villainous, but he's also a bit of a whiny baby, right? So I could see where he's not as tough as the other villains and doesn't have that following. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. And, and some of the lighting effects that they do there look amazing. Yeah. The lighting effects are amazing throughout the park. And and I want to come back to that area a little bit and talk about the other characters that are there too. But, but, uh, the lighting effects are amazing. And what's one, one of the really cool things that they do is they actually do little lighting ceremonies, uh, or, um, you know, so like radiator springs for instance is really well done mm -hmm. uh for for this time of year and they have lights all throughout and the neons come out and then they have uh the cones that are over all the little quick service stands all turn into like jack-o-lantern looking cones right and then that whole area gets lit up and you just get all these people lined up in the street uh which i would assume is route 66 right and you get all these people lined up in the street and they're all just cheering as they bring on the lights for that time of year. Uh, and then they do that across the way, too, for the Haunted Mansion. But, you know, that's a really unique thing that they do there, too. These little lighting ceremonies are kind of fun, right? It's, it's. Uh, I think, again, we talk a lot, uh, we've talked a lot about the differences between Disney World and Disneyland. And I just don't think that's something you would see at Disney World, like people waiting for the lights to come on, right? right but right. at Disneyland, you got all the annual pass holders that, that kind of dominate that park, especially this time of year and and it's a big fun event for them awesome so yeah tell us more about those those uh evil villains in the villains grove that you can meet yeah so they have a bunch of unique characters that i really like and and uh they've added some throughout the years obviously and now there's gonna be some fun ones you know some mini mouse dressed up or they had like uh, Minnie and Clarabelle and uh, Daisy that were dressed up as the Sanderson sisters, right? So that that was kind of kind of a cute, fun one that they did. Um, uh, but what I really like is the unique characters that you don't see other places. Corella Deville uh, comes out this time of year. You don't see her a lot. Um, they bring out Sid from Toy Story, which like. Talk about an easy character costume to pull off. You just got to get a, a dude with a skinny dude with a buzz cut and throw on a skull t-shirt on him and you're good to go. But he actually sits out there and he just like rags on people and he talks, you know, and he's just mean to people as they walk by. Um, so that it's a fun interaction. Um, you've also got obviously Hook and you got people like Mother Gothel, right? Which you don't really see other places. Um, they've also added recently Ernesto de la Cruz. Uh, from Coco, uh, which is, again, you don't really see him anywhere else. Uh, Oogie Boogie, obviously. A big one this year, which is very Disneyland, is Judge Doom. Um, so one thing you don't, there's really one area in all of Disney World that there's any sort of mention of Roger Rabbit, right? And that's right above the Hollywood, uh, Hollywood and Vine restaurant. There's a window up there that's dedicated to Roger Rabbit. That's it. You don't see that in Disney World. There's a big presence for Roger Rabbit in, in Disneyland, uh, in Toontown specifically. But then, of course, across the way now, too, at the, uh, at the Oogie Boogie Bash, you have Judge Doom. And he reenacts that scene where he's got the, the, the barrel full of ooze 
and he takes out the you know the cartoon shoe out of the and he and he punishes them by dipping them into the acid right like like yeah. that they actually reenact that whole scene so that's a really cool one um they're also new this year was uh, uh i probably brutalized how it's pronounced but yokai uh which is robert callahan from big hero six uh who's the main villain in big hero six that tied in really well this year because they had the the opening of san francisco square okay uh, this year literally just a couple of weeks before the how the holiday season started um it, maybe not even a couple of weeks maybe a week before it started um so that's another big one for them that they have over there hey ryan uh, yes is john's favorite villain over there uh lotso yeah i'm assuming we're talking about lotso i don't remember seeing lotso now now but... again why would you want to see lotso in the first place i know i know you think i love lotso but i really don't want to see some big stuffed bear what what, what what's that bear really going to do to me I mean, we know you don't want to see him. You just want to take him home and snuggle him, right? I mean, that's that's the goal, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. I thought John was Freddy scared of him. Yeah, um, but no, they don't have him. Uh, at least not that I'm aware of, right? I might might have missed it, but um, there are some other unique ones. Governor Ratcliffe. Oh, there uh, you go. He doesn't come out. Uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frollo, which I know is one of your all-time favorite characters, uh, villains. Absolutely. Uh, you've got some Kingdom Hearts characters in there as well, which, you know, for fans of the video game and the Kingdom Hearts video game uh, will definitely enjoy. You've got Donald and Goofy dressed up in their Kingdom Hearts gear. Uh, Mater is dressed up looking like a like a villain. He's dressed up like as a vampire, which is super cute um they've also added in years past bruno and we don't talk about bruno but right. he's there okay. right um 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 who else have i seen there i feel like i'm missing another big one oh i am missing a big one and for the marvel fans agatha uh is there and agatha obviously is the is the witch right so agatha is uh, over at avengers campus she kind of hangs out in the doctor uh doctor strange area and she just like messes with people again they give her a microphone and she's just the um the actress or the cast member that portrays her is very true to the character that you see in wandavision Right. It's just and which is very true to the character from the comic book. So um, it's a really, really cool ad for for the Marvel fans as well. Um, Madam Mim is there. Um, That's an oldie. Wow. Yeah. there. I mean, there's a ton. Right. So it really is, again, going back to that same thing I've been saying, but um, there really is a ton of different villains that you can find throughout the parks. And of course, you can meet Jack and Sally too, but that's yeah, that's yeah. not the villains. That's that's the good guys. Yeah, I know. I know that they have the traditional Disney people in their Halloween costumes too, right? The characters they probably have more of that in the Magic Kingdom. But it's interesting. This whole new side of it is um, makes it unique and makes you want to go out there and experience it. So, but I think it's it's it is common. You know, they've so you you described it. It's all decorated. It's decked out. There's uh, you know. It's it's obviously a limited capacity experience, so you get short lines. 
on the attractions, you get the trick-or-treating. Um, is there, you know, anything unique to that? I know in past years, I don't know if this year, but in past years, there's been sort of a stage show where they do some things too. Um, I don't know if what they've got going on this year, but um, that always seems to attract uh, some people to see it, uh, you know, whether it's Mickey's in the show or someone else. Yeah, I mean, in terms of shows, they definitely do stage shows um, um, throughout. But I think one of the unique things with the villains is they have, the villains have their own little stages to do shows in some cases too. Okay, right. So some of the some of the villains that I've named will actually do their own little stage shows. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, I think it's you know, I, I it's kind of like if you walk through Disney California Adventure, and you walk through. I'm sorry, the the um, um marvel area that that they have the avengers campus right they do these random little shows right they do one up on the avenger uh, up on right. the avengers tower you do one they do one that's over by the doctor strange area they do one over by the spider-man area that's kind of like what they do with the with the villains it's just like these little random times they'll pop out and they kind of do their own little show um that's at least what i saw and what i what i enjoyed from it there's a lot packed in. There is there's just a ton packed in there in terms of what you can see. Yeah. Um in past years too, and I don't know if it's this year, but um they've had a they had a Scar's Elephant Graveyard. Yep. Um, which with the hyenas laughing. The hyenas aren't there meet and greeting, but they're laughing like they could be jumping out at you anytime. So you get that sense of you know something. Something uh, wicked this way comes. I watched that movie for a while. That's that was a bizarre Disney movie. Yeah, for for Halloween. Um, I don't know what they were thinking when they made that, but there's there's been a lot of times that you wonder what the animators or <laughs> creators were on when they created some of these Disney movies. Right. <laughs> I mean, just think of the heffalumps part of uh, the heffalumps yeah. and woozles and and and. Uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh, it's like such this nice little friendly right. book, and then all of a sudden you've got this acid trip, right? right. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Yeah, there's certainly some stuff going on in some of those, and it's just reminding me, because like you said, it's so rare that you see some of these um, villains uh, that you could uh, uh, beware of what you get yourself tangled into. Yeah, I mean, they have the settings like that that you talked about with like Scar's Graveyard, and then Frollo Sanctuary is is another one that you can kind of check out, and um, you've got Doctor Facilier's friends on the other side, right? Like, so you've got you've got some creepy, you know, Disney villain stuff that's happening over there, uh, and that's all kind of in that Grove area that you were talking about too. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's great. It sounds like a great thing to do around this time of year to get in the spirit of the season. Uh, J Jonathan, is there anything that uh, we missed that maybe we should share with our listeners about the Oogie Boogie Bash? I just love saying that. It's it's one I'll say that I I want to get out to experience really bad myself sooner than later. Um, I'm a little jealous that uh, Ryan here got to experience it uh, very recently and. Uh, it's definitely something that if you can get out there and you can score a ticket to it, you got to do it. It's 
it's a cool experience. It's definitely a different experience than um, Mickey Minnie's Not So Scary, um, but it's one that's well worth doing. It's it's a lot of fun. There's um, another major thing here too that is similar to Orlando, which is that it's that element of being able to dress up for a Halloween party. Uh, but as our friend Jeannie would say, there are some rules or some quid pro quos that you need to make sure that you're paying attention to before you go down there um, in terms of what those costumes can be, right? So the costumes, they do a pretty good job of describing what it is on the website, but just remember that it is still Disney and it is still family friendly. Um, and, and if you remember that, you'll probably be okay um but if you follow the combination of the guidelines of dress between disney and the normal disney policies and the um oogie boogie bash policies you'll probably be fine uh nothing to worry about but um yeah that that's a fun part of it right because not only do you get to see all the other characters but then you get to see all the crazy drunken disney adults in their in their costumes as well well, and, and California does that to another level, right? They do the uh, the Disney bounding and all that stuff anyways, right? So I'm sure um, it's Halloween. And I think in California, they encourage adults to do it, whereas in, in Disney World, they're more encouraging of the children to do it, right? So Yeah, I think for, for the parties, they kind of do both. But yeah. the Disney bounding, I do feel just in general, is a little bit more prevalent in California, for sure. Right. You have a different you have a different crowd out there, a very theatrical crowd uh, out in out in California. A lot of people that are out there for that reason, right? They're they're trying to become actors or actresses or uh, be in that industry. So, well, there you have it. I am just like I said in the Halloween spirit now, thanks to uh, hearing all about the Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, and so until next time happy Halloween dudes happy Halloween dudes happy Halloween guys thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney please check us out on social media on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney on Twitter at Disney underscore dish please visit our sponsor magic vacations at magicvacations.net more than just a travel agency magic vacations has over 60 magic vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service using a magic vacation planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details for all of your disney universal cruise and global travel Go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel.